<laughs> you don't even have to hear the words, do you? Of course, that is the song I'll Be There For You by the Rembrandts, and it was the theme song to the long-running TV sitcom Friends. This is Stacy Julian with episode 52 of Exactly Enough Time. is a podcast about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have to enjoy the people, places, and things important to you. Did you know we can choose to be curious and playful, to live with intention, and to create connection? I am a life enthusiast and a believer. I tell stories, and I'm so grateful you're here. Thank you for listening. So good to be with you today. I'm looking out from my office space where I record this podcast. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. There is a beautiful disappearing blanket of white covering my world. And it truly is so beautiful. But that's not what we're here to talk about. The weather. (laughs) Episode 52 is me sitting down with a wonderful, remarkable even, group of friends, hence the theme song. Should we listen to a few more words? Taft, who left the nest this last fall, has such a great group of friends. And before Christmas, they were all home on a break. And I said, I want to sit down in the same room with all of you. And I want to talk about how your life has changed. They're all at different colleges. They've moved forward with life. This is also the time of year when high school seniors are Um, awaiting the news, right, of of college applications and moms are starting to feel (gasps) the excitement and anxiety and everything that comes with it when a child prepares to leave home. So I thought it would be interesting to sit down with these five kids. I'll have them introduce themselves, tell you where they're studying, and then ask them some questions about how they're doing and what they felt were some of the best things that they did to prepare. So I'm just going to cut right to my conversation with Taft, Casey, Keandra, Callie, and Sean. Okay, this is really exciting for me. Actually, I am sitting in a small room with five, um, they're adults now, and I love them because they are my son Taft's very good friends. This is our panel of distinguished, did I say that right? Distinguished (laughs) college freshmen. So I'm gonna just start this uh, chat We're going to go around the room and each of them is going to introduce themselves to you. Just give us your name, where you're attending college, and if you have a major or interest, area of interest, emphasis, whatever, tell us that. My name is Sean Barnett. I currently go to Georgetown University in Washington, D.C., and I'm intending on majoring in operations and management 
as well as international business and thinking about minoring in German. Oh, Sean, I did not know that about you. You know that I used to speak German. Okay, the major again, what's the first part of the major? Uh, information. Uh, Operations and Information Management. Operations and Information Management for people like me that have no idea what you just said. Sure. What would you do with that? What What does that mean? Sure. So this degree is really a combination between your traditional operation, which operations, which is more of your supply chain management and logistics, oh. as well as more of the information systems and more of the data analytics side that you're hearing a lot about in the 21st century and big oh. data and a lot of those components. Okay. What, what do you think your dream job is? I'm not sure yet. I go back and forth. I've thought about consulting. I've thought about a lot of international mergers and acquisitions and um, just something along those lines. So something big and exciting on an international oh, scale. Please, sir, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Next up, we have Casey. Hello. My name's Casey Constance. I go to Gonzaga University in Spokane, Washington, and I'm a mechanical engineer. Mechanical engineer. And mm -hmm. what do you want to do with mechanical engineering, do you think? Uh, I think it's start off to be able to get a job in the industry, just get experience, and then maybe be self-employed yeah. in my own business. And so what would someone self-employed in mechanical engineering do? I don't know. I'm just asking. There's <laughs> lots of options, either yeah. like designing and making parts for customers, or oh. it's like really anything. Okay. It's mechanical engineering, it's, you can do a whole lot with it. Okay, cool. Thanks. Next up is my own son, mm -hmm. Taft. Yes, I'm Taft Julian, and I'm, uh, surprise, surprise, I'm going to Brigham Young University. <laughs> it's kind of a family tradition now. But uh, I am right now undeclared, major-wise. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do, which is like, you know, kind of like the family disappointment. But <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> no, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, but I don't know, I have, I have lots of different interests, so I just, I'm taking some time to figure it out. And then hopefully, when I go on my mission next summer... I'll figure it out then. I've heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of people figure it out on their missions. You get, so you get some like, clarity, right? <laughs> and I don't even know if it if it that's requires. That's backup plan. Yeah, if it requires a mission, it just as you get older, mm. I think you know. Oh, that's good. You okay. just <laughs> discover what it is. But you have discovered some interest for linguistics. You love. You're taking mm. Spanish. You oh, love yeah. languages. I'm on my fifth year studying Spanish. Yeah. And I still can't speak Spanish. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 a. You can speak it better education. than I can speak it. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next up we have Callie. My name is Callie Nonarajan, and I'm at Whitman College in Walla Walla. And I'm also undeclared, but I'm looking more towards environmental politics as of now. Wow. See, that's another thing that when you say that, I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. What does that mean? Environmental politics. So I'd love to do land management things oh. or environmental law. So okay. I'm really up in the air about that. But my dream job would actually be a teacher. So we'll see. <laughs> so when you say environmental law, that sounds like you'd have to go to law school. Yep. So that's... You're, that's a possibility, but really, you'd be you just teaching would be fabulous. Yes, teaching exactly. where teaching, um, either fifth grade or high school, which is a okay. big difference. But I'd love to do high school, like an environmental class or a politics class. Yeah, and if that doesn't work out, I'd love to do fifth grade. Okay, I love it. They're both great places <laughs> that awesome people are needed. Okay, all right, Keandra. Uh, I'm Keandra Pyatt, I'm going to Spokane Falls Community College. Um, and I'm just going for my AA to get the general education done because I don't know what I want to do. So, okay. 
yeah, that's my first step. It's a, it is a first step, and it's a fantastic first step. Yeah. Okay, you guys, so just for fun, how did you guys meet? Just real quick, like, who remembers talking to who first? Because we have a room of five people. Callie, what was it? Okay, so I remember I met Keandra in our science class in eighth grade. It was... Um, I can beat that. <laughs> I can keep going, keep going. Um, I think it was the actual science class, like, sci- at physical science or something yep. like that. And we just clicked, hit the bat, um, and it was just, ever since then, we've been inseparable. And so where did these three cute boys enter the picture at? How did that happen? <laughs> Maybe um, they were just cute, they thought they, you were cute girls uh, and started following you around? I don't know. <laughs> we were sort of, yeah, we got adopted by them along the way because they needed But something. you said you had something to add, Taft. Oh, I was going to say that I met Keandra gym class, 7th grade. We met because we, uh, she, she hung out a lot with um, this special needs uh, kid and yeah. she was, I just remember seeing how nice she was to to oh, them no. and I thought that was so cool and so sometimes I joined her and then we became good friends there. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now the two that didn't speak, do you have something oh, to say, Casey? I think it's me and Callie, we went to the same elementary school but we got to know each other better in middle school. Okay. Sixth, seventh grade. Okay. So we, we all took a lot of the same classes. Mm-hmm. I think with Keandra, it's I think it's we danced at some like gym class. We did. Know, pu- public humiliation. <laughs> public humiliation 101. Dancing in gym. Seventh grade dance class. Yeah. But I think most of us had a Milne and Fox. So. You had the same, what? what's yeah, that, that called? It's a grade. block. Yeah. It's a block class. Yeah. And you had the same block teacher. So there was like four periods of the day. And okay. Okay, yeah. so that's middle school. So, Sean, I'm going to pick on you for a second. Why has this friendship lasted this long? I guess I would say we each have somewhat unique interests and they in a lot of ways complement each other and but I think what we share is the sort of passion that we bring to the friendship Mm -hmm. that has transcended the four years that we've been good friends and that has really been something that stuck with us throughout high school and has really been I think at least for me an integral part of my high school experience was having that group of friends that we established I think pretty strong throughout eighth grade year but just continued to strengthen and grow and get to know each of the other four even better mm-hmm. by the time senior year ran around that by the time now we talk on a group chat more than we did three years ago so I think that sort of progress is something that I've been particularly fond or surprised or pleasantly surprised and excited about I agree you really have something special which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on? Okay, so we're gonna do some a panel question. You are my panel of expert college freshmen. I have a lot of moms who listen, and they might have kids in college, but they might have kids that are preparing for college. So I just we're gonna ask some questions, and you don't have to answer. And if you have something to say, just just let me know. So first question, okay? Now with all this experience, one whole semester behind you, <laughs> looking back, what is one of the best things you did in high school to prepare for college? I'd say it's uh, taking AP courses helped a lot because it helps you earn credits and then that opens up possibilities. We can take uh, other classes or retake ones if you fail. But I think it just gives me a lot more options to take fun classes oh, since okay. I've got a few core requirements. Yeah, and so I have listeners from all over. So AP stands for? Uh, advanced placement. Advanced placement in our high school. And it might not be called that across uh, you know, across the country or... But it's a it's classes that are that give you credit college credit, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. And you took those classes, and then that gives you now more freedom. 
yeah, at Gonzaga. It's more it's freedom with your schedule. Yeah. So as an engineer, it's my schedule is very packed with lots of math classes. Okay. So it's nice to be able to break it up with a kind of just a broadening course. Like this year I took guitar and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else have a, an answer for that? Yeah. I know I've really, um, looking back on high school, I think something that I valued most is just trying to be intentional about what I do. And I honestly feel like looking back, I was not as competent in this regard as I would have liked to and especially in regards to what I could have cut or the reason why I was doing a certain activity or involvement or work with an organization but really knowing what I want to do and why I want to do asking that important why I think is so important because that is such a great driving force and you're talking about extracurricular activities like sort of questioning why you're doing them yeah um and and it's it's I mean it's okay to do stuff just for fun, right? Oh, absolutely. But you're saying you're saying looking back, what? I, I was heavily involved in high school and um, <laughs> I I always in looking back I kind of wish I might have considered quitting a few more things. Oh, okay. I, Why do you um, think that's true? Um I I was involved with uh, things from running our honor society chapter to a cyber patriot cyber defense team to a business club to a science Olympiad team and Yeah. Um, it, it, it got very busy and I feel like at times I kind of lost my why of why am I doing all these things? Why am I going back to the middle school to help their team? And why am I taking these responsibilities on? And not only how am I helping others, but how am I being benefited by these experiences as well? But there was plenty of times throughout that uh, time that I really felt like I grasped that why and it was just so passionate to be behind what I was doing. Yeah. Anybody else? Thoughts? Go ahead, Kendra. Um, I'd say that I wasn't in AP classes. I took one, and it was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. But for me, I formed really good study habits yeah. um, during high school when I didn't have a lot of work. Um, I would never like try to do assignments the day before. Like I would try to keep up on it, and I definitely tell that that has helped me a lot in college because you have so many different assignments that are due at all different times, mm-hmm. and you have to be organized to be able to get all those done without staying up until 2 a.m. Right. that night, you know? Right. So that's been helpful. So establishing some good patterns of study. Yes. I love it. Okay, let's move on. Question number two. What about college is exactly as you imagined it might be? For me, the transition from high school to college was just what I thought it would be. The first couple weeks, I was like, Mom, please come pick me up, please. (laughs) And I definitely knew it was coming, but that was still really hard for me. Yeah. And it took probably a good three weeks before I was fully immersed in college, and I was actually happy to be there. And willing to stay. Yeah. (laughs) And I definitely think meeting people and, like, finding a friend group there was really helpful, and just, like, having that support system really helped me. And so how did you do that? Like, I mean, you got to kind of step outside of yourself, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, You're in so a new place. It was really and... hard for me because I had to go outside my comfort zone and really, like, put myself out there and be like, hi, my name is Callie. Like, well, what interests you? And, like, um, it definitely was a struggle at first. But mm-hmm. once I did that, I met some really nice people, and they really helped me out. Okay. So for the moms listening, follow-up question. When your daughter or son calls you and says, Mom, come get me, what did your mom do that was wise? Um, she just, she told me, which was really helpful. She said, I went through the same thing. Yeah. I felt the same way. And she's like, you're going to get through it. Just stick with it. She's like, don't give up on yourself and just keep at it. And that really helped me to know that she also went through that. And it's not a feeling that 
I'm alone with. I yes, guess. I love it. Okay, anybody else want to respond to that question? I think it's with Gonzaga, it's they have a very, uh, like, they're known for their basketball team. It's very centered uh-huh. around that. So it's being able to go to games and celebrate that. It's, that's yeah, so how you, I you are looking it. forward to that yeah. basketball culture and the, and yes. the history and the pride that they have in their team. And it's very mm-hmm. much felt. Yeah. That's awesome. Anybody else? Taft? I think specific to my university, right, it's, it's a church-sponsored school. So uh, I kind of expected it to be different than most people's college experiences and it's I think it's pretty cool because you know I'm in a class and we're talking about plate tectonics and but we started the class with a prayer which is kind of weird because (laughs) you know uh so we we all yeah so they just choose someone in the in the class and they say a prayer and it just brings a feeling of calm or peace Mm -hmm. and just kind of you you know for at least a little bit that everything's going to be okay and you're all right and yeah. that Heavenly Father exists and that He loves you. And it's so weird to mix that with schoolwork, yeah. which is full of anxiety and stress <laughs> and <laughs> and the constant feeling that nothing will be all right and <laughs> that your world is crashing down around you. And I just think it helps to have that with you because it makes it all more like manageable, right? And yeah. Yeah, and so I'm just, I think... I'm glad to have that in my specific experience. So that's been a good thing for you. Yeah. Well, that was my experience too. That's probably why your mom wanted you to go to BYU. (laughs) One of the reasons. (laughs) Okay, so speaking of college, what has surprised you? What didn't you anticipate that you were like, wow, Sean? I've been so impressed going to a Jesuit institution. Uh, They're really, they're full-hearted emphasis on care of personalis and the care for the whole individual. And okay, so fact, back up. I did. What did you say? Their emphasis on what? A care of personalis. It's one of the Jesuits' values of oh, education, and it's okay. emphasizing the care for the whole person. Oh. And I think what is so inspiring about uh, Georgetown is we have a, um, a Muslim pastor, we have a Hindu pastor, uh, clergy member and we have a Jewish rabbi yeah. and we have Catholic priests and we have Protestant chaplains and um, there's a number of groups right on campus that are affiliated through campus ministry that they're really trying to find a place for as many individuals at the school as um, can be involved in these aspects and that's just been so exciting to that's me. That's amazing to... and when you say find a place find a spiritual place yes, find absolutely. a spiritual home they want students to find a place where they can feel comfortable and find that connection to the spiritual. Yes, and I think what's so exciting about this is the reason this is even materialized in such a way is because initially when a Catholic was trying to get, become educated in the U.S., it was very difficult going to a Protestant institution. They were not welcome. So in response to that, huh. they attempted just to welcome everyone, and I found that so engaging and exciting. That's awesome. Okay, interesting. Anything else surprise you about... Being a freshman in college. I think it's, I have two older uh, cousins who went to Gonzaga. They've since graduated. Yeah. But they talked about how it's their first year. It's uh, some of the friends they made for like the rest of the years they met in their like first, like first year dorms. And Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't had that. It's not in my dorm at least, but Uh, I've found people in other dorms and halls that I've gotten along well with. Yeah. That's interesting, Casey, because when I was a college freshman, I grew up listening to my mother's stories about her roommates and how much she loved them, and I did not have a positive experience my very first semester. Mm-hmm. So it took me yeah. a while longer to find yeah. that. Yeah, I got lucky so. with my roommate this year. It's just a lot of the other people on my floor yeah. I just hadn't connected with. That was actually but, me too. Yeah. My roommate was okay, but 
Yeah. The girls on my floor were always getting in trouble, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anybody else? Surprise? I thought there was one other person that wanted to say something. Well, for me, what surprised me was just, honestly, just how friendly people are. Like, I thought going into it, it would be a lot more like, oh, I know this person going to school and they're just going to hang out with them and that's it and people are going to be closed off. But whenever I got there, people were really open and like, hey, I've never met you, but come hang out with me anyways and like we'll have a good time. And that to me was really meaningful because I don't know anyone at Whitman going in. I was the only one from CV. And so that was really scary for me. But just knowing that people were just really open really helped me. And that really surprised me because I thought I would be alone for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, next question. Interrupt me anytime you want to go back or just add anything. What do you miss most about life before college? I think, you know, as high school students, at least those that are college bound, it's always like, I'm gonna be, it's going to be so great when I graduate, when I move on, when I get to college. Now you're there. Where's the nostalgia? Or what, do you, what are you looking back on and going, ah, I really miss Kelly? For me, that's my dog. <laughs> it's your dog. <laughs> um, but a bigger part of that for me is he was also not my hobby, but we competitively competed in obedience. And it was hard for me to lose that part of myself because mm-hmm. where most people are like, oh, I'm going to play intramural soccer or volleyball or some sport or pick up or play music or that sort of thing, I couldn't do that. I couldn't just go to the shelter and, like, get a dog and start over. Right. So that was really hard for me to think that I have to kind of pause that part of my life for the next couple of years because I, I can't do it without yeah. him. That's so. interesting, leaving behind leaving behind hobbies or at least something that you strongly identify with. So. Yeah, yeah, because for CV, I know a lot of people identified me as, like, the dog person. Right. <laughs> but dog it was lady. hard to, like, leave that part, I guess, behind. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody else? Tap? Um, so, <clears throat> i got to, like, set the stage a little bit. So I'm probably, I'm the most introverted person I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Probably one of the things I miss the most is a room to myself uh, because yeah. <laughs> one of my like biggest like daily rituals is just go home, close the door, no one else is in there. Right, recharge. <laughs> and like yeah, right, like recharge my social yep. social energy to get back out there and talk to people again because mm-hmm. people drain me really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so having a roommate, my roommate's actually really nice and. Um, so it's really not that bad, but it just kind of, I do miss it sometimes when uh, he's he stays up till 2 a.m. doing homework, and I think, oh. poor guy, but then he's also <laughs> keeping me awake, so. Right. So, yeah, so just it kind of throws off your schedule, and it's kind of hard, but it also brings, like, so much happiness, because you, you get to have inside jokes together, and you get to... Yeah. Just have someone who's you're a little closer to than anyone else. Maybe like maybe even if they're not a close friend of yours, there's someone you can connect with, and there's someone that if everyone else is busy, they might be free. And even if you know you can right. just hang out with them, or yeah. So it's just it's kind of a love hate relationship just having someone <laughs> in your room with you all the time. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's probably true. I'd say okay. that like living at home. I, because I live with my parents still, yeah. and I don't really miss a lot about it, like, because um, it's pretty similar to high school, honestly. Yeah. Um, people just care a lot less about you, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. they have just their own individual um, interest, and they 
And when you say judge. people, are you talking about um, other the, students the or students. teachers? Okay, yeah, the, the students. students. Yeah. Um, my teachers are definitely like, they want you to succeed. They want to personalize your experience, which has been really helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot less judgy than high school, which has okay. been nice. Yeah. Um, but like... I drive a lot too, and so I I miss like driving smaller distances. <laughs> yeah, because just driving from your home to college, college. and back. Yeah, it's okay. a forty minute drive there oh, yeah. and twenty minutes back, and so it's a long, long way. Okay. But yeah, I definitely miss like having a little bit more time to myself. Yeah. But and not adulting all the time. Okay. I would say a little bit of me misses the familiarity of high school. Um, By the end of high school, I was really enjoying kind of the sphere I've carved out with a lot of advisors who were many of my teachers and um, just the sort of conversation and learning opportunities I was beginning to develop with Honor Society uh, and other organizations outside the classroom. And I... A small part of me misses the familiarity, but I realize that having to start over, I am learning so much by adapting to this new challenge of school, and I really have enjoyed that, so I have no regrets for starting over, no longing to be back in high school, but a little bit of me feels nostalgic to miss, you know, how familiar those halls of CV were with Uh my notebook and water bottle in hand, you know, 5 p.m. or whatever random time I was still at school. Yeah. How do they say it? You, you know, you kind of become the big fish in the little pond, and then all of a sudden you're the little fish mm-hmm. in the much bigger pond. So, yeah. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, just real quick, anything you absolutely love about college life? Maybe you anticipated it, maybe you didn't, but you're like, this is the bomb. I love it. What is it? No one tells you when to go to bed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm no one knows when you're going I'm, to bed. I'm, yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, no, I'm just kidding. I... I'm a morning person, so I go to bed early, and all my roommates, like, complain about it to me. That like, I, I wake up at seven in the morning, which apparently is very early when you're in college. <laughs> in college. And so, <laughs> so um, I'm the only one awake for two hours on most weekdays. On on Saturdays, I'm the only one awake for five or six hours. So. <laughs> there, and there's your solitude. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. See. Yeah. That's where I get it. That's probably why I haven't gone crazy yet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's just funny. And then. I'll go to bed, it'll be like 10 o'clock, 10.30, yeah. and they'll be like, it's, the night is young, why are you going to bed? And I, I think it's normal to go to bed at 10 p.m., but right. for some people it's not, so, yeah. That's interesting. Where Gonzaga is, uh, downtown Spokane, it's nice being within walking distance of a lot of places, like restaurants, the mall, yeah. movie theaters, so it just gives you a freedom outside of campus, right. where you don't need a car. Anybody else want to speak to that? Just the freedom, right? <laughs> I mean, I just, I, that's what I remember thinking is, I can totally, I could get on a bus and go somewhere if I didn't have a car. You know what I mean? But just this feeling that I could go anywhere I want to to eat dinner. I could, mm-hmm. yeah. I did a lot of exploring around the, the small college town, but I love that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I would say yes. for me, I've really enjoyed learning and hearing so much more about what really, really interests me with this international business component. And um, recent, a couple of weeks ago, I was hearing from the president of the World Bank about Uh, developing country investment opportunities and the advantages that uh, digital currencies offer for the Kenyan ruby and these sort of opportunities that Georgetown draws and hearing from European journalists and how they cover American news for the European market was just fascinating and just such an exciting learning opportunity going beyond the classroom. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you've been a generalist for so long and now this is really, this is the time in life where you're like, now I want to go deep. 
All right, you guys, so now this is, we're gonna move just to a round, which means you're all gonna answer. Of course, I can't force you. So first question, okay, um, advice for students, high school, maybe even younger, okay, for pr college prep. Like, what do they do to really, truly get ready for the actual college aspect of college? We'll go backwards, start with you, Keandra. Ooh. College prep. <laughs> Um, I'd say like with me, I overthink things a lot and, um, I just needed to be open to the changes that could happen. Like I couldn't I like plan that. everything out. Um, and that really stressed me out. And so I wish I would have known to just go with the flow a little bit more, like still be intentional with my actions and things I needed to stay on top of, but also just being okay with the differences that could be around. And the, the possibilities. Yeah. Open the possibilities. Okay. Yeah. Kelly. I think it really helps if you find, if you like learn what you love to learn about and knowing that, I think it really helps just like going into college and being like, I really love to study this. I want to learn more. I want to know more. And I think that just opens up a lot more possibilities for you and you don't get like stuck in that box for like, oh, I hate math. Oh, I hate reading. Oh, I, I think once you learn like, oh, I love this, it's yeah. really helpful just to know like, and just to go off and like deep dive into that. Yeah. And I think it makes learning a lot more fun and it makes it a lot more easy. And so I think just like learning about yourself almost about what you love to do yeah. can be really helpful. I think that's great advice. Taff. Um, I would say it's kind of been touched on a little already, but just learning how to study, mm -hmm. and so what I've, I have a roommate named James, and what he's t said to me a few times is I wish in high school I'd learned to study, mm. because he said high school was too easy, and I never had to study, and then I got to college, and I didn't know how, mm. and so uh, I had a professor tell me something I thought was pretty good, and he said, if you, want, if you want to know a really good way to fail my class, you'll read the textbook and come to class. And we thought, that, that sounds weird. Like, aren't you supposed to read the textbook and come to class? And he says, it's, he says, it's important that you read the textbook to come to class, but if that's all you do, you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. Because you need to come to class, and you need to be ready to take notes, and you need to be ready to ask questions. Right. Uh, because we're going to go fast. College moves a lot faster than high school. Uh, and so... A lot of head nodding going yeah. on right now. <laughs> okay. And so you just got to... And then the textbook, if you read it, you'll remember it for a couple of days and then you won't remember it anymore. So like well, the way I do it is you got to come up with like mnemonic devices or things that help you remember what you're learning. And so one, one silly thing I do is like when I'm memorizing vocab, mm -hmm. I'll set it to a musical tune, which... Like, you should know I'm not a musical person. It doesn't have to be a good musical tune. Right, right. <laughs> or I'll, I'll, I'll think of something like, uh, in high school, we were doing vocab, and it was the word uh, tantamount. And uh, it, what it means is, like, uh, the, an equal amount, right? So, right. like, as much as. And so, in Spanish, the word tanta means the same or as much, and then uh, the word amount, obviously in English is like, you know, how much or how much there is of something. So I always made the connection between Spanish, and so I said like as much or the same amount. Yeah. And so you all, I like to break apart things, break apart concepts, see what you find familiar in it, and like come up with something that you can remind yourself of when you see the word. I love and that. Just learn to study and learn to yeah, learn to just, be curious yeah. learn to break things down learn to do more than go to class and then just wrote memorization even yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Casey yep. <laughs> what's your advice I'd say a big thing is if you have a choice to choose classes just to 
break up, and so if you have your core classes, break it up with something different, something that you can, you know, just unwind for a little bit. For and me, it was guitar. Guitar. Some people, they have, like, language classes. My yeah. uncle, when he went to college at University of Washington, he took tap dancing one year. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just do something different, something fun, just... Because it's, it's just hard to stay focused mm-hmm. if you take, you know, 15, Well, and if you're piling on, yeah, if you're piling on all of those yeah. real core classes, then yeah, that is a you, lot. You just need one that you don't have to do any yeah. work in. Just yeah. something that you could have fun with. I love that. Okay. I would say be intentional with what you do. And I think that under that falls, be organized and kind of keep a calendar, whatever that is. I have a friend yeah. that keeps a crazy Google calendar that overwhelms me looking at it. It's blocked out for the week and there's no white space. But <laughs> I keep a notebook. I've done this for three years now. And that's my brain uh, for this whole year. And, uh, and then third, I guess I would say um, sleep is very very valuable and i, I cannot that emphasize that. that as a mother enough. i love that you just said that <laughs> and i know um i think everyone here can attest to how much i struggled with seeing the importance of that in high school um but i think i'm really trying to come around from i know being a zero hour with taft sophomore year was the low of uh, taft getting up very very early and i staying up very very late to the point that we we're almost working 24 hours a day between the two of us but yeah. now i'm really trying to focus on that sleep and i would say focus on what matters yeah that's awesome i would add to that and say yes. prioritize prioritize yeah. and sleep should be up there should be up there <laughs> on the priority list well your brain doesn't right. function well on not enough sleep so. and so yeah and i'm gonna say like on top of prioritizing um, when you, when we say sleep should be a top priority, like sometimes even above homework and I know yes, there'll be kids yes. out there will be like, ha, you got to be kidding me. Like, no, <laughs> homework always comes before sleep. But, uh, I've learned that in college homework is not nearly as important as it is in, uh, in high school. And in, in college it's the tests and for tests, you got to be like rested up so that you can go to class and learn what you need to learn. And if that means you didn't turn in the homework assignment, you got to be okay with that because yeah. one zero on a homework assignment is better than a failed test. That's a great Even if perspective. Even you don't finish your homework. Right. Just try and get sleep. I love it. Even a one hour nap helps oh, yeah. so much. <laughs> I Naps, learned how I to nap in college. <laughs> that is where I learned how to nap. I love it. Okay. All right. Next question. So now moving away from just from college, but just to what's required of someone living on their own, going to college, that word that Keandra already brought up, adulting. What is your advice for transitioning to adulting? Um, I'd say like baby steps are very important. My parents taught me since I was little to take on responsibilities little by little. So for me, it wasn't just a slam in the face, here, like figure it out. Right. Like I knew how to go grocery shopping. I knew how to manage my money a little bit. I'm learning more now. Um, but it, to me, it was like stepping stones yeah. help a lot. Um, and like learning how to do the little things first and then moving on to more responsibility is very helpful. It's awesome. Callie. I think mental and physical health are, should be top priority and, um, are extremely important. Um, just being able to like take care of yourself mentally and physically that a lot of people kind of focus on one or the other, Mm -hmm. but I think both of them are important because ultimately if you're unhealthy, then you're not going to be able to learn and college isn't going to be a good experience at all. Right. So I think just taking the time and saying, hey, you know what? I just need a mental break, like watching a show or reading a book or just having that time to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even seeking out resources on campus. Yeah. Psychiatric resources, counseling like resources. Out, yes. Getting like breath of fresh air, just like physically allowing your body to just like tire itself almost a little bit. 
I found that that was really helpful for me to just like go work out for a little bit and that like cleared my brain and it also made my, just my body feel a lot better. Yeah. So it's just that it's that balance, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. Okay. Taft, adulting advice. Okay, so my advice um, is based on kind of something that's come to be very annoying to me. So I have five, five other roommates that live with me. So a total of six people. And in my apartment, uh, my my roommates are not very clean, and uh, I'm I'm myself. I would I I never considered myself a clean freak. Like if you looked at my room, you'd be like, oh, well he's very messy. I got to college and I was the clean one, which worried me very much because because I set a low bar. But uh, yeah, so it, we I got I I got there first a couple days before everyone else. And it was very nice and clean, and I put all my stuff away, and I organized it, and I was very happy. Uh, and then it stayed it stayed clean for three days, and then it's been <laughs> it's now been dirty for three months. So yeah, <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of like a shock. So I'm just saying, anyone out there going to college, please please learn to do your dishes. Yeah. So just my roommates, you know, they'll make something on the stove and they'll put whatever they made into a dish and then they put the, the pot back on the stove. And I was going to like, you know, I, I start to ask questions like, are you going to make something else? Why does the pot just go back on the stove and then, and then they eat <laughs> off the dish and they leave the dish on the table or they get the dish to the sink, but then nothing else happens. And then so now we're to the point where three months in. And people are running out of dishes, and not because they don't have dishes, but because their dishes are in the sink, and they've been there for a couple days, and uh, so I actually had a funny thing just before I left for this break that we're on right now, I had a roommate ask if he could borrow one of my plates, and I was a little confused, and I said, do you not have a plate? And he said, well, mine are all dirty. So, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, he's not, he's not short on plates, he's short on willpower or something <laughs> I don't know but um, so I just I think if you get to the point where you have six plates and your six plates are dirty and you ask your roommate to borrow a plate yeah I think that should be a that should be a wake-up call for you to kind of say <laughs> well maybe I'm not very good at keeping my yeah. keeping myself dirty so just remember there are other people living with you maybe yeah and just remember that okay, so, so Casey adulting advice so rant over uh... Yeah. One thing it's I recommend getting it's I didn't have these but my roommate did is noise canceling headphones because oh. if you live in a dorm or an apartment is that uh, oftentimes you could get noisy neighbors like I do. Yeah. And uh, it's just hard to focus or even sleep it's with them so just, I ordered some uh, actually a few days ago so that should help me ah. through the rest of the semester and next year. Yeah. Is just be able I can be able to focus and kind of tune them out. Okay, that's good advice. I would really back up what Kander said about just becoming, a, I guess, an adult going to college is not so overwhelming if high school has been a gradual step in that direction, right? Mm -hmm. The iterative development of growing up and how those incremental steps are so um, important to making that next stage in life. Not mm -hmm. overwhelming, but I know I particularly enjoy the meal plan I'm on. I just go swipe and go get food. and right. it's so easy. I don't have to think, you know, I don't know if this is really adulting, but boy, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're adulting in some other ways. I mean, you're all doing your own laundry, right? You're all mm -hmm. managing your time. Those kind of things that maybe your mom and dad used to try and step in a little bit and remind you. No one's reminding you to do things, so... So that's all work. That's working out for you, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so one more round before we wrap things up. So is there anything strange or funny, hilarious, just super interesting that maybe you've seen on campus or you've experienced at college that you're like, wow, that's amazing, <laughs> or that's, I don't know. Like, you're in, it's kind of a whole new world, you know what I mean? So is there something even, I mean, you're, a lot of you are in a different place. Is there something that you've seen or experienced that you're, that you find surprising or interesting? Oh, I start. Yeah. <laughs> or we can go, anybody can go. We're just, everyone has to answer. <laughs> oh, um, I'd say like, it's not really a big thing. Nothing big has happened on campus, but I'm also not on campus a lot. I'm only there for like four hours a day and then I leave because I have a job. Um, but one thing is I found like a lifelong friend that I can't get rid of now <laughs> just because I said hi to her in the hallway and we instantly like clicked and then we found out that like our lives have actually been like intertwined a little bit. Interesting. And it's really cool to be able to like do the college experience with her since all of my other friends are at different colleges. Right. So building her friendship was really valuable to me. Yeah. And, kind of and that was surprising to yeah. meet someone and know that you could connect that quickly. It was really surprising. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, Kelly, anything surprising, interesting? Um, well, something kind of interesting slash like my favorite thing to do on, on campus. Um, we usually get a group of people together and we play sardines in all the academic buildings, which is really fun. Um, and so are you going to tell me how you play sardines <laughs> in academic buildings? <laughs> so we have access to all the buildings like after hours and everything. And usually on like Sundays, People aren't studying in the buildings or usually in the library, although we've played in the library. <laughs> um, and so we just go and we just play like a giant game of sardines within the building. And it's just really fun and it's like a good way to kind of unwind at the end of like the week. And so sardines, is that literally packing a lot of people into a little so, space? I don't even know what that it's is. It's the opposite of um, hide and go seek. So one person goes and hides and then everyone's looking for them and when you find them, you hide with them. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. it's yes. really okay. fun because we'll just have like a mass of people running around all these buildings um, <laughs> late at night and we're just looking for this one person and then there's like a big grouping of people just like hiding together and it's just really fun. That is fun. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm so impressed. I've always been impressed with this friend group. You've blessed my life. You've blessed uh, Taft's life. So thank you for doing this with me. Okay, so when I have guests on my podcast, the very last thing we do is we go around one more time, and you're going to fill in the blank. I have exactly enough time for. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to start with Taft in the middle. Um, I have exactly enough time to figure out my major and decide what I'm going to do with my life. I love it. Such a good answer. <laughs> I have exactly enough time to learn. Yeah, you do. It's true. Okay, who wants to go next? Casey. Uh, I have exactly enough time to watch basketball. Ooh, oh. yes you do. It's part of a balanced life. It's very important at your university. <laughs> okay, Keandra? Uh, I'd say I have exactly enough time to form relationships. I love that. I have an exactly enough time to listen to others and learn so many other perspectives that I might never consider myself. Very enriching thing to do. Listen and learn. You guys, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I just really, really appreciate you, you doing that. And now you can go have a fun Friday night. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, aren't they cute and awesome and wise beyond their years? I'm so grateful for good friends. I will tell you, you know, as I look back... Now, having uh, raised and um, at least partially launched <laughs> for young men, um, it's all about good friends. So if I have a mom hack for you, it is to help your children understand um, how to look for, find, create, and cherish 
friendships that that are good good friends friends have a huge influence in our lives and I will say we all need friendship I am so grateful for the influence of good friends now here's where I plug my 20 and 20 online class if you're looking to experience friendship the online kind the support that can be experienced inside a community that is focused on the same effort come take my class you can use the promo code podcast capital p-o-d-c-a-s-t and save yourself ten dollars it's definitely not too late this is a year-long adventure all about telling your story using photos and words in all kinds of projects to celebrate who you are and the relationships that you value the most. You can learn much more at stacyjulian.com. Just click on the banner at the top that says learn about my new class. And of course, I'll have a link in the show notes. So grateful for these awesome young adults that talked to us today that opened up and so grateful for you for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode of Exactly Enough Time.